0: Welcome to Off The Deck. I'm your host, Steve Carrera. In each episode, I sit down with a member of the water polo community to speak with them about what helped make them successful in the world of water polo. In this episode, I sat down with Team USA head men's water polo coach, Dayan Udovisic. If you enjoy the episode, do me a favor, leave a five-star review or share it with your friends. And if you want to support the show, you can go to offthedeckpodcast.com and donate to the program. Thank you very much. I want to welcome everybody to another uh, episode of Off the Deck. Um, I'm have the pleasure of to uh, be able to interview, talk to our head men's national team coach uh, Dejan Dudovic. Thank you very much for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time.
1: Thank you, Steve, for having me. Yeah.
0: So um, this is this is sort of a new format. I mean, obviously, we're doing the podcast, and that's going to be. Up on uh, Apple Podcasts and other formats, but I'm also doing a live stream. So this is just first time I've ever done this. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but it's just an opportunity for fans to tune in and and check it out. Um, So I wanted to start off, I mean, you have such an illustrious career as a player, as a coach. Um, you know, you're doing, you've done things that most of us dream to be able to do, coaching professional teams, uh, winning medals. I mean, just a, some brief highlights before I ask you the first question. Um, you've won two bronze medals with the Serbian national team in 2008 to 2012. Um, you've won two world championships. Uh, you got a gold medal in Rome and a silver in Shanghai. Um, you've won, uh, you've been involved, you've medaled in four European championships, numerous uh, Euro FINA League champions um, and, and one of them was 2006-07-08 so three-peat which is obviously very difficult two FINA World Cup gold medals um, so and I'm sure there's a, a ton more in terms of partisan so I, I guess I want to ask you first how did you get involved with coaching how did you start coaching water polo
1: but you know it's uh, I am all my life in the Let's say like this in waterpolo. So when uh, our father bring mom, my, me and my brother, I got twin brother, yeah. so to the pool, you know, we were eight years old to partisan. So now let's say I'm 49, will be you know. So let's say 40 years in waterpolo, you know. And I was blessed that honestly I had a. a Chance to work from early ages with Nikolas Tamanit, and uh, he p- put that inside of me that uh, to look on the, this game a little bit different eyes and uh, try to lead the team. I was a captain when I was playing, you know, and uh, you know always usually those uh, I was playing right side. My brother was playing left side. So usually those players who are right-handed and are playing right side, they got different, you know, yeah. view of the game and everything. So I cannot say that when I start start uh, stop playing professionally, when uh, that was 96, 97, that I uh, started, you know, in that moment to think about something else. I start to think about that much much earlier, you know, because all of this and that last my professional year I again I had a lucky situation that I was was under the coaching staff of Nikola Tavich in Waterproof Club Belgrade this is only one year that I didn't play in the Partizan so he came to me asking me you know and recommend me that he's seeing that how I was uh, doing all my life and what how i was dealing with some issues and how i look on some problems and uh, how was i behaving in the group he came to me and asked and let's say recommend what he's thinking and what was good idea and i remember you know because i said let's i need time to think about that mm-hmm. and, you know when i came to him you know after two weeks and and said yes you know and uh, she said, great, you know, let's find each other after uh, one, uh, one week after and uh, then we can discuss, you know, how we, you know. And I remember that week after when we sit together and, and said, and he was asking one question and then I started to, you know, I was very nervous and I started to give him the, some uh, uh, answers and said, hey, Nikola, I know this, I know this, I know this. And Nikola told me, you know, this is ridiculous, you know, you don't know nothing. <laughs> so, I, from so I was so ashamed, yeah, I was so ashamed because I was playing professionally for almost 14, 15 years, all my life I spent under mostly under his control, you know, and he knows how much I know about water to play, and then suddenly he told me, yeah. you don't know nothing. Yeah. So, but that sentence helped me a lot because after that he explained me because one is the vision of the player one is the vision from the coach and then i start to you know analyze all those things what i have yeah on the side you know because usually you know you're writing some things on the side when you're a player for your own to remind yourself from time to time so this is my early starts yeah. you know and i got lucky also because partisan support me a lot, probably, because they see same thing what uh, Nikola saw in me at that moment, and uh, and I got lucky also because I started to work. I don't know, people probably don't know. Uh, my first group was uh, the group ten and under, and that group belongs Filip Filipovic, Mitrovic, Stefan, and everyone. So. I'm, this is my beginning.
0: Wow, that's really that's, cool. You yeah. know, what's interesting is that, and I can't, I think I was talking to Dan Lason from UC Davis, um, which you know well. and great guy. Yeah, great guy. and and he told me because when he was at Rose Bowl, he told me he coached every age group. He started at 10s, 12s, 14s, and on that 14s and 12s team was Chancellor Ramirez and guys like that. And he, I remember coaching against him because I was coaching 14s at the time too. Can you talk to or can you talk to us about how important it is for a coach to coach a 10 and under or a 12 and under group and not just coach high school or want to coach college. Why is that important?
1: I think it's the right bet. It's right, bad. Uh, you need to give your time a little bit to change your life from the time when you played gotcha. to go to the coaching, you mm-hmm. know, water. So to analyze something, to, to, you know, to settle something, to put in the, you know, in the storages, yeah. you, to analyze, to see how you wanna, what your idea, mm-hmm. you know, is gonna be, you know, also that learning process you know, from teaching 10 and under, 12 and under, 14 and under, 16 and under, because I, pad, I passed all of this, and it's, I think this is, I am recommending everyone to don't rush. Yeah. To go, because there is no then returning back. This age, in this uh, these days, you see a lot of f- former, let's say, around the world players who immediately jump in senior, you know, in senior group and everything, and barely few of them just succeed. Yeah. But most of them, you know, there is no returning point. Right now I I passed all of this. I passed also the the, the situation that in the same time I was coaching the youth and juniors in the senior team of partisan. I was coaching the and the partisan and the senior team of partisan mm-hmm. and I was just coached the, the national team. So I passed all of this and I think this is most uh, That period, you know, spending with the kids, you know, and the younger group is also giving the time to to correct yourself because you can learn so many good things for the kids. Yeah. You know, there is no, we are talking, you know, about what we should do with with some drills. And we are recommending 90% is successful way, but there is 10% of the players or the kids who are doing something differently. Yeah. And we can do something only wrong if you're going to try to correct them. Yeah. So you need to see. The, you, ha, you need to have the time to see those things, you know. And when you, I, I'm repeating to everyone, you know, if you understand how you're going to deal with the kids, yeah. it will be much easier how you're going to deal with the senior team, because it's, it's totally different temp- temperament, yeah. different habits different way of approach and everything so the kids you know this is the useful tool this is the this is the normal path. yeah I'm not saying that some of the great players cannot jump immediately but you know for that to succeed and stay you know say so 20 25 years after you need to have a lot of luck
0: yeah yeah well I mean, you know, I see a lot of that coaching the young. I've, I've coached every age group, you know, I've, I've coached every age group. And I've always paralleled it with coaching in high school or coaching in college. So I'll coach 10s and I'm coaching college, or I'll coach 12s and I'm coaching high school. So I, I'm doing both. You don't have to only do one thing, but I, I certainly see the benefit of making sure I know how to teach the fundamentals because that stuff translates to the older player. And, and when you're coaching a younger group, like a 10s or 12s, you have a lot of confidence because they're little and they don't really know anything. And so I'm I'm kind of jumping around here, but where do you get that confidence from coaching professional athletes? Is, is that difficult? Was that a difficult thing? I mean, because you have all these different personalities and you have to walk in and say, you gotta listen to me, and you guys gotta follow me. Where do you get that confidence?
1: It's just simple. It's knowledge. It's knowledge and trust. You, know? you cannot fake the players. They players are smart. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're selfish, but they're smart. Yeah. You know. You know. So, you know, I think that, uh, as I said, I had that base built, so it's not just for good you know, you need to upgrade the system and you need yeah. to analyze time to time, you know, especially right now with those new changes and uh, new rules and everything what's going on in our sport. But, you know, it's... Uh, uh, when you're a coach, you don't ne- you no need to prepare to give quick and brief answer to your players so this is when you played this is when I played this is what I wanted from my coach
0: yeah
1: you know even if sometimes after maybe he make the wrong choice you know but in that moment you just need this because you are trying to you need help trying what helps mean you're trying to avoid confusion you need to to have everyone on the same line same pet so and i think after that you got you're building this trust yeah. so when players figure that what you're telling them doesn't matter if it's the simple fundament, fundamental drill how to shoot how to fake mm-hmm. how to make a hazy you know uh, or something what is uh, like a team tactic, when they feel that that it's working, yeah. and you know, then you start to build the trust. Yeah. You cannot just come, you know, you know, and say, "Hey, let's do this," and and it's the way it is. Yeah. So I am the coach who like to listen uh, the 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 view of the of the of the of the players but before or after the practice yeah. or the team meeting. Yeah. Not, bef- not during the practice and not during the team meeting. So you take
0: feedback, you, you like feedback from, yes. and did you, you know, let's, let's jump back to, the, to Partizan. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite players that I coached of all time, his name is Martin Bobovich. Uh, some of the Corona Del Mar people know him because he went to CDM for a year, and then he went to Concordia he was a goalie. He played for Partizan. And he always told me that Partizan was the greatest club in the world. So he always reminded me of that. Um, You're coaching in a professional team. And you you told me, I think off off record, before we started recording, you were 30 years old. You had a couple players that were maybe a little bit younger than you. Um, You had just finished a really long career um, playing professional. What is it like, what is the routine of a professional water polo player... At Partizan, what is their day like? What is their life like, playing for Partizan?
1: You know, if uh, if you're a parent in Serbia, if you want to your kid to succeed, you're gonna send him to Partizan. This is so simple. If you're sending him to Partizan, so you trust the Partizan. Even he, uh, he got only two two things, you know, two ways. Is he gonna succeed, or he will be cut. So we. And what we did, and this is my philosophy in, 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 uh, from a long time, you know, from the partisan, you know, that uh, if uh, we see, see the talents, we see the potential, we are giving everything. Mm-hmm. All those resources, all what we can do, you know, all the coaching stuff, you know. It's, uh, it's different compared here in States, because here, then, polo became the priority. So they got extra practices in the morning, extra practices in the evening, you know, he's staying over the summer, he's staying all uh, of like the weekend the night like sleeping. No, oh. no, because he don't need to, to 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 sleep because the the distance between oh, the okay. pool okay. and everything, okay. you know. Okay. But then he's committed to do something, you know. We got so many groups, yeah, uh, so many coaches.
0: And what age are you talking about when you say we're identifying talent, what would be the the prime age that you're looking
1: at it's different you know yeah okay. for, for if you're talking about the Philip, everybody knew when Philip was ten,
0: yeah
1: you know when Philip was ten, you know that he will be the in the great, but you know I remember you know uh for example uh in that moment when he was ten that in ninety six ninety seven from Serbia, from Partizan, we established and we had approached uh, because we had the blast also that Manolović was in that moment, and Manolović, who was also the one of the head coaches, he was thinking and he established the thinking that we should, for that age of the groups, we should play with the smaller balls, mm-hmm. with the smaller cages, uh, to make more familiar for those kids for their age, you know. So we built all those cages, we find the new balls, and after that, that things share with mm. rest of Europe. So I remember one thing, you know, Philip, who he was playing, you know, the smaller boy, he was already taller than anyone and bigger <laughs> than anyone, and one game he didn't score neither one goal and we beat someone like 20 goals different and he was crying you know and I talked with him you know but he had 15 assists yeah so but this is the path which every player needs to every kid needs to get through so returning back to the to the the focus you know uh, there is no secret between Europe if you're talking about partisan and here in States. It's only about the numbers of working hours. Hmm. So how much working hours are you going to spend? Because I, I found it here in States so many talented players, as you can find in Serbia, as you can find in Italy, as you can find in Hungary. Only the difference is motivation, Mm. commitment and working hours i think that we succeed in the few last few years to make that gap a little bit you know let's say next to each other and we are going to try to catch up yeah. the rest of the world
0: so i'm um, i'm an 18 year old professional that plays that partisan yeah okay give me a, a one day, what what would my schedule be? So Workout you will have,
1: you got work workouts in the morning from 9 to, to 10. It's a gym from 10 to 12, 12.30. You will have, you know, the practice. Okay. Then you're going to rest, come uh, afternoon, you know, uh, for another team meeting or six o'clock, you will have the from, practice from 7 to 9. You know, if you're already playing for a, a senior team, because you're playing for a senior team, you will have every game over the weekends, right now it's Adriatic League and that was a Yugoslavian League, you know, uh, you will have, depends on the competition because it was a cup, a national yeah. team, you will have between 40 and 45 games in the season, you know, extra you will have more games if you're going to play for also for your 18 years age group. For the pipeline, mm-hmm. so that will be extra. If you are talented, you're going. You're sure you will go to the pipeline over the summer for the junior. So you will be some kind connected for the senior team mm-hmm. because you will be added to the long list. So you're focused on this about the school and about the studies. You know you're doing that. You know in the free time. Yeah, I mean,
0: that, that seems to be, you know, you hear it all the time, but I've never actually asked somebody this question. And the question is, is it true that if you want to be on the national team of a team in Europe, that you have to basically pick between going to the university and being on the team? And for the most part, you kind of do. I think it's getting easier now because you can do online school and you can do things like that. So it's probably getting easier. But in the past, you pretty much had to pick.
1: One or the other, right? Uh, I'm disagree with this. Okay, I'm disagree. I got a different experience. I, I think that both teams can do in the uh, in the same time. Maybe you will not finish in the four years, yeah, but maybe yeah. you'll finish in five years. But uh, for sure, from my experience, what I know, for talking about the Serbia, yeah. and in Belgrade, they are more open. To and flexible with those athletes to help them and give them some extra time or something, you know. You know, here is very strictly you got this, you got this, and that's the way it is, you know. Yeah. So
0: here it's more like compartmentalized. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to do this and then you got to do There's a lot of rules and things like that. And that that actually takes me to my next question. Something that I want to discuss with you is, you know, how do you feel about the overall state of water polo? Here in the United States, um, what do you think, what are your thoughts about high school and college? Um, you know, I, I mentioned to you off air, uh, and I know you heard Jack Coker, uh, in one of the interviews that we did, he was talking about the calendar being an issue and that was something that you had brought up and something that you have been very adamant about, um, so what do you think about USA water polo? I mean, obviously you're biased because you, <laughs> you're the head men's coach. So, but I just want to know, like you came in in 2013 um, after being spending your whole life in Serbia, playing professional and coaching professional and national teams. So there has to be some sort of thing that you've seen improve or maybe get worse. What do you think? So
1: um, from the first day, uh, this is what we are trying to do. We are trying to build a house. We are trying to build a house from the base. Yeah. I'm not telling that everything was wrong before I came, of in course. and this is not my approach at all. I'm giving it all the credit, the player, the coaches before me. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking right now, you know, and what I'm trying, to, what we are trying to do, with our under my control, to finally put the system, to final the system, how we gonna produce, the player elite number of the players for the high level of the competition in the world. Gotcha. So this is our main point. And you cannot build the house I'm calling this house yeah. from the roof. You need to f- start for the basement. So I think that we we did a, a magnificent work with that John Abdul as a high performance, you know, manager and he is marvelous with that we change uh we start with trying to adjust ODP. I think that ODP is generally Guy Baker, you know, did great thing. Yeah. I think that this is one of the pillars of the pillars how we are ch- on which we are trying to build, you know, the, our future. Okay. You know. So what we did, we 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 changed a little bit, adjust a little bit ODP, make it from my perspective and it's showing that uh, uh, we did a good thing you know the, we changed the group ages we changed some rules we we talk a little bit off record you know uh, we, we we named the the, the the head coaches for each uh, let's say zone mm-hmm. but the request was who is the head coach he must go to be the head coach also for the youngest group
0: oh okay
1: so so we Going further, talking further, we uh, uh, we p- add uh, uh, ODP Academy as a elite group that we figure that some advanced kids mm-hmm. will not s- be stopped and we give them options to go in their path, you know, and we're investing a lot of money and a lot of resources right now than before in pipeline. You know, we established, we are sending, I don't know if you know, you know, uh, two years ago, our 15 and under won a Darko Cukic yes, right tournament, here. you know, you know, and and this is something what is great. And uh, I'm sorry that um, if you're talking about, we can skip another, but I'm sorry that uh, we didn't have the chance to send the best team for world championship in Belgrade in 1990, uh, 2017 for uh, juniors. Yeah. Because this is something that uh, uh, for sure that if we were able to send the best team, which we planned, it was one of the plans, but we came, you know, to try to target that tournament, you know, unfortunately, some coaches uh, had a different opinion, you know, and we didn't send the best team and, and we sent the team with uh, without five players and from those five, two were Olympians, yeah. So and for sure, if we are talking about Ben Halleck if he played there, he would be the MVP of the tournament. Yeah, yeah. So the the generally problem still exists because I remember I'm skipping right now the subject. Don't take me wrong. When I was coaching Serbia Montenegro team 2005 and World Championship in um, Argentina, I think. Argentina mm-hmm. Doug Peabody was a coach Yeah, and the tournament was in October and the, and the national team of states came with the three years younger team
0: yep. one of my guys was on that team <laughs> Caleb Hamilton.
1: you know and they were crashed there you know so as I said I think that right now we successfully did the one circle and that we can track the players from let's say 10 until the college yeah and build them, help them to develop, help them to grow, and everything. And right now we're in the situation, and our focus is that we're gonna try to, you know, complete the circle and the system, you know, to about this group from 18 to 23, mm-hmm. because when they are in college, unfortunately we don't have, we we are not in power. We are not in situation that we can demand this. Yeah. And this is maybe because Jack knows what I'm thinking and what yeah. we talk a lot. And I think that in the near future, you know, that's something, you know, uh, I will not say it should or be done. I think that must be done. Yeah. I think that... Uh, and you're talking specifically about... The calendar of events. Yeah. Like at I, least
0: the calendar of events I, or maybe the seasons.
1: Of. No, I think it's very simple. I think, I think, because I, I, I said this thing 2014 when I just arrived, that when I see the calendar for the girls and boys, I said, I, my my question was in that moment, can we swap every two years? Uh, so, right now... That's, that's a good idea. Yeah, but right now they, they told me yeah, then gave up from that idea. They're never going to change. Mm-hmm. Right now, I think, if we, simple question, is the if national team is going to be priority over the summer, and if we really want to national team men's side to succeed, the boys' season must go in the spring. Must go in the spring. Because you need those players
0: to be training with you in the spring, in the summer so that when you go to these major tournaments at the end of the summer, Junior World Championships, World Championships, FINA League, all these different things, they've been training for at least six months together every single day. Right now you're kind of scattered because the college coaches, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, I'm just, I'm asking, the college coaches are saying, look, I need my players in the summer. We need to train because we need to get ready for the fall because it's my job. I need to win.
1: Uh, first, I need to clarify one thing. Uh, we're living in the waterproof community, so I think, and my point of view is, everybody is trying to uh, get an honest yeah. approach. So if you ask every, anyone here in community, from the college coaches, they are really supporting National
0: team.
1: Yeah, no, I And they said that publicly. I agree. But cool. we cannot deny it that we got a conflict of interest. Hmm. It's the way it is. And I'm not blaming them. Of I totally not. No, understand that. No, no. Them. Yeah, no and I, they are, but I don't think anybody takes about You know, like that. they got their families, they got their jobs, they got everything, you know, with everything. And I just think this, that times came right now and i don't know if this is going to happen they're going to change because every year next year will be the same rules mm-hmm. maybe in two years right now they can want to change mm-hmm. you know because on the fina this is a new rule is also established for our coming summer here in states we will be, we will play the same rules old rules next year what i it's for me it's okay because this was the part of the deal yeah. you know but maybe in two years maybe in five years maybe in 10 years but the boy season must go in the spring from my point of view. Or there is another solution to have 25, 22, 25 players who will go in home school and who will be out. But if i was going to say that loud, loud and clear, I know how many families or parents <laughs> gonna like that. Yes, yeah. I am the first one who will not like that, of course. I'm the first one who is supporting education, and if you ask any of the coach, any of the the players who came to me and asked, "Hey, Dan, I got this because of the school and the class," I said, "Okay."
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh, uh, to to say more about this, you know, I think that I just want from boys' side equal treatment as a girls' side. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I'm not talking against the girls, and don't take me wrong. No, no, they
0: just have a different calendar.
1: So they just, yeah, they this just is, you know, this is... They you know. start in
0: January, at so, the end of January.
1: So we just, we are, you know, we established National League. National League is, uh, when was before, was Premier League. Now when we, are, we wanted the nation, uh, the college uh, uh, clubs and college teams to join us earlier. Yeah. But there is a problem with the saving dates. You know, now this, they're saving more and more in dates. So now we are start to work, and that uh, that will be much much better in the future. Yeah. But it still is not enough. Yeah. So we are trying to do everything what we can, and we got so many. I am blessed, honestly, that uh, we got staff and in uh, the group of the co- uh, coaches who are, you know, with Gavin Arroy, with Alex Rodriguez, with uh, um, Brian Orsby, with Brian Flax, I'm just, with Brian Linton. All those players uh, you know, who are involved, you know, they really want to help. Yeah. But also, the, you know, they got the limitations from their primary jobs. You know, I would just want, I just think for sure that it's time because this system works here, you know better than me for let's say thirty forty years yeah I think that right now we should go in direction to try to see another system and don't take me wrong those coaches who are doing dual programs, yeah don't take me wrong that I am trying to take some uh, you know money from them or some something you know I just think
0: no i I think it's important to hear this perspective because. You know, I think the overall water polo community sometimes doesn't know what's going on. They think they know. A lot of people think they know what's going on, but they also don't know the boundaries or the hurdles that are in front of, it's not as simple as just, let's train, or let's go to a tournament, it's just not that simple. You You have to negotiate with every single major college coach, every single major high school coach, you have to negotiate time with them because there's always a conflict. I mean, I've had conflicts. I've lost my players, Huntis, Ash. I've lost the Ash Moulton. I've lost them to trips. We couldn't train because, it, I, you know, for me it's hard. But I, I mean, I understand. But I think a lot of people
1: don't know
0: that there are these conflicts that are there,
1: that we. For I'm agree with you. I'm agree with the way it is. You 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 felt that. Yeah, I'm feeling that constantly, and for me, it's not an issue and not a problem. I know that all those major college coaches want to help national team. Yeah, Some of them maybe more and less, you know, but it's the way it is. Yeah. We are not living in an ideal world, and and I'm not blaming anyone. Of course. Maybe, you know, if I am with their position, you know, I will do totally differently, Yeah, or I will, you know. Maybe you do the same. I will do the same. Who knows? Or I will do like some yeah. of them are doing, hey, there, take them, do whatever you don't, when you return back, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. So because, also because some of the programs said to me that, and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that times comes that everybody's supposed to, you know, be on the same and clear the calendar. It's not just negotiating and talking, you know. It's also, it's making, from my point of view, it's making confusion in the parents, for the parents, for those kids, you know, for those kids. You know, hey, what my coach is going to tell me, what they are going to tell me. Am I going to be available? Am I not going to be available? You know, it's, it's making yeah. mess, you know. Also, is the problem, you know, we are talking, when we establish the system, then we can talk about winning mentality. Confidence, which is huge
0: yeah.
1: determination on, on the lead group. You know? Unfortunately, we are behind those powerhouses teams right now in that element.
0: Yeah.
1: And we cannot blame the players. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you got situation... That some of the players keeping the summer national pipeline teams from one year to another year to etc etc, et you know, and if three or four players didn't participate in the program, that group will be yeah. not successful. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they will come. Maybe another year some of them they will not come, and there is we don't have the balance. We cannot build a winning mentality, and we deserve to have winning mentality. Yeah. How many, you, talk, you mentioned Hannes. Hannes is one of the most potential players, not just in his group, his age group. Two years more and two years less. In five years. And if you ask anyone in around the world, everybody's going to ask me about Hannes. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing when McQueen sh- showed himself. Rest of the world didn't believe that McQueen got two more years Mm. in college. They want him to play abroad, You know, so I think this one thing, just to finish this, I think that those coaches who are doing dual programs, both programs, because if my idea passed or my approach, and I don't think it's my idea, I think that several people before me got thinking about that. Yeah. I think that will be fair for their programs, for their athletic directors, as a contribution to allow them to do one program and to keep the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fair. And also, you know, I, from my experience, I mentioned I did seven and eight years, nine years almost dual programs so I did over the summer youth or juniors so or senior teams and I was keeping this the parties up for eight years for eight months it's not easy yeah so it's not easy all those coaches need the time free time to analyze that they will be better next year yeah. if you're skipping from one program to another program and you got just seven or ten days rest between girls and boys season where is the time yeah you know, so I think uh, we are in a situation that I'm not the guy who are thinking that everything can change tomorrow. Yeah. So let's make example. You ask me what's the difference between Europe and here. In Europe, as a head coach, and I was in partisan when uh, Ratko was in Croatia, when uh, uh, Sandro right now is in Italy. You can decide something over the weekend and send on Monday. Oh, wow. And everybody will going to follow this. So that that's how big of a role you so, have. So, you know, you can be able to change arrange the national competition. Basically, what is the primary importance for the national team? So when I'm talking with uh, Savage right now, or Sandro, uh, Sandro is telling me, or they're telling me, hey, give me the dates earlier, that I can manage the championship.
0: Mm.
1: We don't have, for my position and the, the the head coaches, we don't have any influence on the college, even if we want, and I don't want to to be involved in this. Because I think that we are on the same page. Yeah. No, I and, and you know what what's
0: interesting and I, I wanna just briefly sort of summarize yeah. something because I think some people listening might go that's never gonna work. But I, I just wanna give an example of why it could work. College basketball. College basketball, women's and men's are at the exact same time. They have they have and that we're talking potentially billions of dollars here. We're talking a lot of money in, in college basketball. They run it in the winter, and they end it in for March Madness or April. Men and women, they have two separate coaches. Now, two two hurdles to that. Number one, like you said earlier, I don't want to take food off of someone's table. If Adam Wright is coaching both men and women, it works for him to be able to coach men and women. But something that the universities could do is, obviously it always goes back to money, is give someone like an Adam Wright, the salary of coaching both to coach one, opening up another position for the women. Totally agree. Okay. So that, totally there agree. is a total solution to this. So this is not crazy. Okay. That's one. The second, the second thing that kind of strikes me is, you know, if you compare what you're saying, your ideal situation with the women, and this is not, I mean, I'm actually going to have Adam on the program. So I'm really excited about <laughs> having him. Um, but Adam has a different situation because like you're saying he can he's coaching his women from now May until January so that is seven or eight, seven or eight months you don't get that long of a time frame okay so that uh, that's fair to say so
1: We can only have them uh, middle of uh, half of December and maybe beginning of January, depends.
0: And the major competitions for the women, I don't know about the men, but the major competitions for the women don't happen in January. They don't happen in February, right? No. Okay, so because he took a roster of like three high school kids this last time around. He can do that. He can do that. That's great. He's got a great pipeline. He's got a lot of good players. Awesome. Awesome. But if a high school player misses a high school game, it's so much different than missing a college game. You, you, you can't do that. I, there might be even NC two A things, which I don't even know about. So what you're saying is not an unrealistic.
1: No, it's not. You know, but that, you know, I am not in the position. My position yeah. is not in the, in the power yeah. to go to the NCAA and say, hey, let's do this. Yeah. That must be uh, initiative from the college coaches score apart on the NCTA yeah. umbrella. Gotcha. You know, and mostly of them are former Olympians. Mm-hmm. So they suppose I think that they understand, you know meaning what I'm just talking about. Yeah. And this is not just it's come two days ago. Yeah. This is something what is was obviously for me from 2014. Probably. Was obvious from from for Terry or for uh, uh, Radko or for uh, Azovedo or or from the previous coaches. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know it's uh, it's it's just way it is. Yeah, no, no. I I I, I am I again. I am thankful all the coaches who are uh, supporting, who are willing to support, who are uh, uh, seeing the benefits. But I think that times come that we're going to clear the path. Yeah. That we don't have this situation, you know, that we are living in the, on the boys' side, that we are living in, a, let's say, a not happy family. Yeah. You know, it's not true. Yeah. We just obviously got conflict of calendar of interest. Yeah. So when you got this... You know, a lot of
0: people don't talk about this. This is a huge... And, and, and credit to Jack Coker being the one that bring it
1: up out in the public i didn't know that someone text me you know yeah so. i mean credit to him
0: for bringing this up and giving you credit for this i think that's a really important point and i want to i want to move on to this yeah. next question but before i do very briefly i want to ask you this isn't a brief question um what about the people after college yep what They're- can what can we do what what can we do is it all about money do we have to just pay these guys? I
1: think that everything will be much easier if we're going to clear the summer and we, if we're going to show them the winning culture, gotcha. uh, the meaning of the successful program, gotcha. the meaning to joy to celebrate something together. Yeah. Then you don't need to, or you will have less, more issues to convince someone to stay in gotcha. the program. Okay. One part is an issue right now about money. US dollar is so strong comparing euros. Euros is not paying so much as they paid before. Mm-hmm. You know, right now you can make, you know, uh, you must make to live in the States, you must mon- make the money. You know, and you must, you know. I think that from our side, and I'm, I'm assuring everyone uh, that we uh, give so many options to those players who want to stay in states and don't go abroad. That they will have opportunity to, to have some internship, yeah, to work and play water polo. Even if I don't think it's not enough. Yeah. But right now we got five, six players who are playing abroad. You know, you you cannot make and put the I'm calling this the wheel. You know, and put turn on the wheel anytime when you want. Yeah. You must prepare the wheel. You know, to start rolling. And this is exactly what we, we start to do to make from 1516. Yeah, you know. Unfortunately, some of the players who supposed to be part of the national team are not anymore part of the wheel. So, but, you know, you, I am disappointed about that. But I need to accept that situation, yeah. and I'm sure everyone from my standard point of position and from the USA water polo. We did everything to keep them.
0: Yeah.
1: And I respect it, their decision because this is the free will. Yeah. You know, and everything. But also from my point, of view, we invest a lot, and, a and we last a lot. So just name those players, yeah. and put right now what with those group. This is totally different picture. Yeah. You know, but my job is continue to fight, continue to develop, to continue to grow, and I'm pretty much satisfied in situation where we are right now comparing two years ago. Yeah, and I think
0: what people don't understand is they, they look at the, the players that maybe quit or don't want to do it anymore. That's a certain number, six. But you don't think about the players that you lost when you had to cut them the first time. So now you had to cut ten players, so now you're, you're not losing six. You're losing 16 because those guys are not going to come back, and you're, that's a really difficult position to be in.
1: You basically lost a team. You're your coach, so you totally realize the impact. Yeah, you it's know, like if someone transfers from is, here to somewhere else. Can you imagine that six players are not playing for Croatia, or six players are not playing for Serbia, and someone invests in them four or five years?
0: Yeah.
1: So i I'm just. Yeah. I'm not No, I crying. I get it. I get it. I get I, it. I this get is the way it is. This is our realistic. Yeah. This is our real reality. This is what we are trying to... And this, I think, major step, look forward, looking yeah. forward, is when the time comes, we need to go to spring. We need. Yeah. We need. Let's try this eight, ten years, what I said. Let's see what because this system works forty years.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Boy season, comparing all those sports, under umbrella I'm calling under in uh, yeah. uh, a is the you know it's the shortest season. It's the shorter season. How many stress? I'm calling the stress games. Those top teams or top players who are part of the member yeah. of the national team have during one season. I'm asking you. Six, seven max. Six, seven max. So, and we can, from our side, through the competition, over the summer, and we establish the National League, but this is not that level. I'm talking about stress games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On one ball. You're talking like professional, on one ball, on one ball. We can give them more, let's say, during the season, Maximum 15 games. So combined is 21. Filip Filipovic, so Don't take Filipe Filippo. Take anyone from Croatia who is playing Adriatic League, who is playing EuroLeague, who is playing uh, EuroCup, League Super Final, and who is playing for national team. He got those, if you're talking about those three games, he got between 30 and 35. Jeez. So this is five times more and this is our situation. So, because of that, we're encouraging, you know, everyone to go abroad. Yeah. Because right now we are not capable until professional league. We cannot organize professional league right now because we got also conflict of calendar. <laughs> this is simple. Nobody wants to. We got There is an idea to organize. Yeah. We, we can organize. But you cannot because... If you want to organize big league, you need to to take some players from the How from you college, need the best players. college. To help, yeah. So you know, so this is you know, we we are who we are. We got so many good people, coaches, people who wants to help, mm-hmm. uh, great coaches, talented players, uh, resources, everything. What is what is about us right now? Next step should be to change. Calendar season, that we will not have the conflict, that everybody can focus what they are doing and start finally, because we are capable. And I am look, I'm looking forward for this World Championship in, in December. Lucky that they changed for December, mm-hmm. for uh, born '99 uh, and uh, younger. We think that this is exactly the group which we started to, to work with them five years ago. Yeah. They, I think, as, as we think that 2017, that, that group can for sure medal in World Championship in December. Yeah. So so many things are going behind the scenes who maybe is not visible yeah. for the majority of the people. But you need to prove evidence. And when the time comes to prove evidence, we are not capable to complete the team which we invest so many years. And this is not excuse, first, for me. You know, because we're going to continue to fight. it's it's reality. But this is reality. It's reality. And and I don't
0: think anybody's taking it as making excuses because I think the biggest hurdle within the water polo community is understanding the conflicts that you see on a daily basis, the conflicts that Adam Kerkorian sees on a daily basis. We don't see these things. All we see is... They're not this, or they didn't do this, or they didn't do that. There's always a reason behind things that we don't know. And look, I'm not saying that it's your job or Mr. Ramsey's job or anybody's job to tell us what's going on. But I think when you articulate it like this, when you talk about it like this, it puts things in perspective big time. You know, it really makes sense because the highest level that you can go to right now in the United States is college. That's like almost the pinnacle of everyone's career. And that's not no, it's not true. No, it's not true. But I'm just saying, like, that's everyone's goal. Pretty much, you know, the, the majority of the players, their goal isn't right now to be on the men's senior team. And I think, unfortunately, you're right. And so I think by changing this, you're changing the culture. You're changing the attitude. You're changing the motivation. And now, you know, like when I, when I was when I was talking to you know um you know all the different coaches uh Sagisman or Lason or um Coker they all say sort of the same thing which is everyone's dream should be to be on the national team you know and it it almost seems like that's not a dream right now and i think you're hitting the nail on the head in terms of where the motivation might be coming from
1: um uh. I'm not afraid to talk about that publicly, but uh, and I will not talk in behalf of some players, yeah they should talk by themselves for themselves, you know, but uh, you know uh, success making success yes. winning making winning yeah money making more money, yeah, so it's, it's so simple, so we are. I was, uh, you know, I was teasing with Adam a few times because I got a daughter, and he and I said I am, I said a few times that I have ne- my temperament and I, my idea and my approach will never fit for a girl's coach, and yeah. he was teasing you, know, you will see when your daughter will grown up, but for sure I will not be <laughs> the girl's coach, yeah. you know. But first time when I wa- uh, when I. Uh, uh, watch seriously game, it was 2014 when I bring the, all, our team, men's team to support the girls team in Barcelona, 2014. This is the first time that I watched full girls game. Yeah. So, but, why I mention this, he had the issue also with, uh, with the goalie, Ashley Johnson, because after Olympics, and, but, she returned back after, you know, and, uh, what when Adam talked and Adam said, what is more important, he's totally right. No one forced her to return back. She came by herself. Yeah, yeah. I, my, my job and your job and, and neither one, we are not forcing anyone. But our duties is to me, give them the landscape, yeah. give them the, the, the whole picture, what we can change and bring them and try to you know, put that virus in them, in them then they will stay more. Yeah. And they will see something benefits what I'm seeing. You know, what I think that in our community, uh, to put just uh, uh, five rings, you know, yeah. as a member of Olympic team, I think it's not enough. I think it's good, but we should, because we can and we deserve to get more. Yeah. There is so many talented kids, so many good approaches, but we cannot blame them or parents or someone else if they cannot see the whole picture. What's gonna what can happen in eight years? Right now, in ten years? Right now, because this group what. I think that we we select them for Rio. That was nine newcomers for the Olympic Games. For sure from those nine, seven can play next two or three Olympics. Yeah. Are they going to play or not? Or why they drop off the program? This is another question. Yeah. And this is something what you, you know, when you're talking with them, you will not hear that from them.
0: No. No.
1: And from... I can be mad. I can disagree, but honestly, I can from somehow, from some point, I can understand them. Yeah. I cannot, even if I totally disagree. I am not that, you know, and I, you know, but it's the way it is. It's the way it is, and but I think that uh, we are in much better shape, in good, better condition than we were a year ago and two years ago, because it's not easy to, you know, to. Replace them so quickly to change the, the to change the group, the vibe of the group. To, to those new players, yeah. find their places. Yeah, I mean, you know a, and everything. You know. For a
0: year out, I mean, we have. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and you find out mid quadrennium Yes. That half your team may not be around. That's,
1: yeah, but I think there's still. I mean, you still the, have a
0: ton of good players. I mean, there's no doubt about that. There's still a ton.
1: Problem is, problem. I say problem. Uh, we know that they're hard workers they're wall- wants to win they're doing everything what they're gonna tell them to do there's no doubt about that but sometimes you're coming to the world but you cannot skip some process yeah. you know people don't know do you know I, I was let's take Philip I, I, I started to coach him from the, when he was 10 and I was coaching him more and less until I came here. So more 19 years.. Yeah. Do you know how many up and downs he suffer?
0: Yeah.
1: For me, this is normal for, for a pet. you know. Right now, you know, we are in a situation here that we cannot get through that suffer. Or through that experience, doesn't matter if it's good or bad, because it's the way it is. We don't have enough of those games, you know, really important yeah. games, and we don't have that. I mean, not calm confidence in those crucial situations right now. What is logical to see?
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think that just goes back to your point, which is, if you're playing forty-five high-stress games in a four-to-six-month period, obviously. You're gonna be more experienced in the next high-pressure situation. I mean, it just it, I mean, it just makes sense, you know what I mean? So I'm gonna I'm gonna move into a, a couple other questions yes. that I think are important here. Um, you know, having coached so many great players uh, throughout your career, what are two or three things that you've seen within? Like when you say Filip uh, Filipovic, you know, what did you see as a 10 year old or a 12 year old or a 14 year old? that you go, this guy's got talent. What did you see in Tony Azevedo that, or Hannes Dalbey or whoever the players are, you know, what did you see in them that compares to, translates over, what should we be looking for as
1: coaches? Each of them got that that unique stuff. This is one one unique stuff. You cannot recognize them immediately. This obviously, this is not something what ordinary people cannot figure, you know. But if you want to select them for that f- group and, and all, uh, already put them in the, that elite program, you know, they teach me, you know, m- my mentors. They teach me, you know. Look, first thing, look how they're walking to the, to the deck. You know, are they are coming to the deck with, uh, you know, high speed, with the willing, with the determination. Mm-hmm. They came to the learn eyes are huge, they are accepting, you know, there is a common thing in what I learn, you know, who is the best player who can repeat the first thing and the first deal of which he was told by the the coach Mm. immediately. So I think that uh, hard work, we can talk about talent hard work motivation and commitment is number one is number one internal internal so and then after its the coaching stuff, group association socialization uh between the groups uh different up and downs uh we got right now last two years uh, Brian Alexander as a mental coach yeah. who is helping us a lot you know as i said It's great stuff. I'm blessed. Really, I'm blessed. And, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, for talented uh, players for coaching position, it's most important thing to show him that he needs to deserve everything. And he needs to work more than someone else. He must be the leader, doesn't matter what. So I think that's something what uh, we are trying to establish, and I already seeing some of the players.
0: And you see that pro- probably, you see a lot of that because you yourself were a captain for a long yeah. part of your career, right? So you're looking, leadership is really, really important. I'm, I'm assuming leadership is really important to you, internal leadership within the team.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, so... I'm going to ask you a tough question. Yeah. There has been, there's always this gossip um, that the national team only wants the big guys. How do you respond to that? What, what, what would you say? I'm, uh, I mean, obviously you have Johnny Hooper. So that, it's, hard to, it's hard to make that argument. Johnny's not a big guy. He's super fast and really athletic. Um, but what do you say to people that that think that or say that
1: I got my 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 philosophy you know it's not easy to change something what I establish and build you know but the people if I say I I never said publicly I want uh, bigger guys than I want the guys who can play multiply positions on a higher level gotcha we can we can accomplish or, you know, let's say, uh, figure how... You you cannot say that, that, that Tony Azovedo is a higher guy. Yeah. tall guy. You know, but Tony Azevedo, if you ask me, was, he became one of the best center defender if he needs to center de- defend.
0: Wow, that's cool. That's very So, cool
1: when I came, probably the people don't know, and... One of the, you know, the, the, the most influenced person here in community is Dante Tamante, Yeah. And he's the one who is, uh, from my opinion, forcing that way of playing with this smaller type of the guys. I am not disagree with him. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling that I think that also, the little bit taller guy can, pretty much from my perspective, can do the same thing. What yeah. if they know how in the right moment? Talk. And I had a very good, you know, uh, talks when I just arrived with Dante because I had idea to have Dante nearby us, in yeah. inside, you know. And he start to we had so many uh, meetings, you know, and the conversation. What was I think was very open and very successful and when he start to you know work with us he just uh, saw that from what he sent to me in my in that email that he is not what he saw that he maybe is thinking that he maybe We'll do something differently. Gotcha. So I respect that. Yeah, yeah, I respect that. We can. We don't need to see the different eyes. But I think that I would. I will. Uh, as I said, I'm not making, and you never saw, and you never heard from me that I said that publicly. Yeah. So this is one thing. Second, I'm. I want warriors in my team. Doesn't matter. Is there? Like you mentioned, Tony, you mentioned Johnny or someone, you know, you got Max Earing right now. Yeah. He's not so, you know, it's not the way it is. You know, I just want Warriors uh, in my team. And for sure, I think that you should agree with me that I don't need to step away from my philosophy. No. What I am successfully built in the last 20 years, yeah. starting from the scratches three or four times already in Serbia. Yeah. So, I think that... Uh,
0: I mean, it makes sense because if you're asked the coach of an NBA team, does height important? <laughs> well, yeah, height is important. I mean, it's a requirement. And so, you know, obviously the best players in the world are not 5'10". Some of them are. I mean, there have been, you know, Manuel Estearte, there have been some amazing players the that are, Yeah, that are smaller. But that's... An anomaly that's not the norm right i mean that's somebody that's a unique
1: situation so i want to encourage everyone again the doors for uh, if may call like this for the national team are open for everyone so so i think people need to hear that so it's the way it is of course i got final a call of course i got my staff we're talking a lot we are arguing with the words, with the yeah. ideas, you know, what is normal, what is good. Yeah. You know, I think the sharing opinion, sharing the, the ideas is also important. I think that we should follow, you know. I don't want to see that we are in the, uh, in the waterpool world, not just in states. When you got those clinics and some, you know, conference, you know, we are not sharing what exactly we are doing. Yeah, yeah. You know. And I'm asking everyone why we are not doing this, because I'm also a co-founder of World Coaching Association. Because my idea is, and I look everyone around us, just take the surgeries. If the surgeon are keeping only what he knows for himself, where that yeah. gonna be ten years ago? I mean, it's gonna be ten years ago. Yeah. Right now, you got open brain surgery from from Japan. I don't know, from Asia somewhere or from Europe, you know. If we, right now, our practices are open. Everybody can come and watch and ask. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I will be the first one to say that
0: I didn't know you at all. Uh, I met you through, I, I don't even remember, Rick McKee or somebody. You are, have been very accessible to me you, I have your cell phone number. I could text you. I know I could email you. You always responded to me. Um, I personally have had a relationship of accessibility. I personally have, but I've also been out there videotaping and doing things on my own. Not everybody's doing that. I, I think.
1: I appreciate. Coaches have to go out there and learn, as I said, and, that and this walk is the onto fate. the pool deck. And, yeah.
0: and I've walked onto Segerstrom. I've walked onto other and and I've, you know, it, it's a great experience. So. Um you know we've talked about the national team um you know I, we've talked about what you could change I, I I guess I want to get to know you just briefly we I know you don't have a ton of time um I don't either but um
1: who were your big mentors Nikolas Stamenic Nikolas Stamenic Leon Manolović and uh I would say something What I uh, preparatory Say a few times in some uh, articles, you know. Um, I learn a lot, and I'm encouraging also the, the water community coaches to learn a lot from another coaches from another sports. Because from my perspective, I learn a lot yeah. from uh, from the basketball, from um, from American football. Yeah. For I learn a lot about American culture. I I try to get involved more last two years from the baseball.
0: Yeah,
1: you know. So, so even if the Everything was going on in the States is not strange for me. Because I came here in nineteen nineties first time when Ratko was a coach of Partizan. We yeah. I told you when we practiced with the national team in the United States. So that is I don't know, twenty-nine years yeah. back. So and I'm coming more and often, you know, in the States. So um, you know, my wife she finished uh, the high school here in Albany. Oh, okay. So so we are familiar, if you're talking about... So I, I know, you know, I'm trying to get more resources to develop myself yeah. and also the program which I am trying to build. So I think that we can help each other, we can learn from each other, from also from mistakes, also from the good things, but also we need to try to uh, see how our situation, we can copy in another sports and learn from their
0: yeah.
1: experience. So, not just about tactics; it's more management. about management. It's a psychology approach, uh, um, uh, um, uh, relationship between the players and the coaches, coaches and the coaching staff, coaches and the organization. So it's we to make success. You know, you got all those little pieces you need to put in the puzzle. You know, it's not just you know, we will have six months practice and let's go. Yeah, there's so much more. There's involved. so much more involved and this is why because because of that is tricky. Yeah. On the other side, on the other side it's a pleasure. Yeah. It's a challenge. It's a challenge, it's a pleasure and, and, and I'm the native fighter yeah. and I, I'm gonna fight, you know, you know, uh, When uh, when people or uh, opponents thinking that you are vulnerable, then you are rise again. If you believe. For right now, my row catching stuff is uh, duty to convince everyone who is around us to believe that we can do what we plan. Yeah. Because I think it's very important. Because right now as a you we don't have still this proof of evidence. But that will come. Yeah. If we're gonna stay together, if you're gonna believe, you're gonna be in the same page. Hard work will come. I don't have the problem with this. And those players and those group every group which will practice are hard workers. Yeah. And they're committed about it. But we need my right now. Because this morning I had a staff meeting. Six yeah. thirty morning we had a staff meeting. You know, trying to prepare because we're gonna start our program in ten days, next week seven days, you yeah. know, let's say six days from right now, that all those details we put in the puzzles that we will not have this, you know, you know, free, you know free time or yeah. that we didn't something what is very important for us.
0: So let me ask you um couple more questions one is what is your long-term plan for yourself as of right now is it safe to assume that you are the head coach until you're not basically you want to be the head coach for the usa until i mean as long as you can basically is that fair to say you want to accomplish something
1: for sure for sure you know and uh uh, I came here because I was and I'm still with full confidence that they, at the end of the day we are going to succeed. Okay. So this is one thing. After we succeed, we can talk what next, you know, uh, path or decision. Yeah. I am more than thankful for everyone in the USA Waterpolo because they are behind me, they're behind us, they're supporting us in the full, you know, and first, you know, it's what is normal is in the family because I'm considering as a family, I will talk with them. Yeah. And I will talk with my assistant coaches. I am not afraid that we will not succeed. Yeah. Do any
0: of like, does anything like coaching
1: in college, does any of that intrigue you? Is
0: that, is that even interesting to you at all? Or
1: I am focused on USA national team. So my job and my, everything what I did in the last Six seven years is to this program to succeed. Gotcha. So I'm. This is only my concern. I am not thinking at all. I never thinking. You know. Before I came here in Serbia, what I am living for today and for tomorrow that we will be successful. When that that time comes, you know. You and probably don't know me, but. I'm very direct, Yeah. so the people who knows me, even if I don't like something, if I like something, I'm not afraid, and I, this is my temperament. Sometimes it costs me a lot, <laughs> you know? But this is who I am. So, but I think that, as I said, we established that one circle, with all the help for, for John Abdul and everything from those other people, and I'm trying and fighting to accomplish and to make that another circle yeah. that we will be able, that we say loud and clear, this is our system
0: gotcha.
1: when we establish the system so then we'll come to the point, it's not important is Dan is a coach or Steve is a coach or another one is a coach or who is, you know we are trying and I'm trying to make the system that we will be able that we're going to fight for every competition, doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter which pipeline, it doesn't matter which Senate team competition, for the last top four in the world. That we will not uh, in, uh, in this be in a situation that we're going to periodically,
0: yeah.
1: you know, we won 2016 silver in the Super Final, and that was first uh, medal after eight years. Mm-hmm. I don't want, and probably you agree with me, that we don't need to wait another eight years.
0: No, I mean, I think, uh, no, I I don't think we we could. I think you're right. I think we have a tremendous amount of talent here in the United States of America. I think we can compete with anybody in the world. I think the things that you brought up today are very, very important things to be talked about among the water polo community. The people who are donating money, the people who are focusing and put making goals for their kids. The people who are interested in the sport of water polo here in the United States need to hear the conflicts that are in front of our senior national team, whether it be men, women, the junior team, whatever it is, everyone needs to know what's going on. Because if they don't, then they can't help. And I think that there's people out there that want to help and have the resources and the connections to be able to at least have the conversation. It's not gonna change overnight. Yes. But we gotta have a conversation it's about not it. not gonna change We gotta things. talk about it at but least.
1: If we succeed to change this in two years or three years or sooner yeah. is better. Yeah. Sooner is better because, from my experience, Tokyo is behind the corner. Paris is behind the block. Yeah. And the home Olympic Games
0: down the are street.
1: down the street. <laughs> yeah comes quick, so it's very quick, yeah. yeah it's very quick, and uh, so I am not putting pressure on anyone. No, no, I'm I'll, just you're sharing only putting pressure it, on it, yourself. So, and I mean,
0: I think that that's what is good for a national team coach. You you want to be the best, and I think it's so important. Again, not to keep harping on this, I think it's important to understand that your job here as as the coach of the United States is not just coaching men, but it's also building an infrastructure for the men to be successful. 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, and I think some people don't, maybe don't see that or maybe disagree with how you're doing it, which is fine. I mean, there's going to be disagreements, but it's refreshing to hear you say, I'm trying to build an infrastructure for this country to be successful moving forward. Obviously, everybody hopes you're successful. Everybody wants, you know, I, I know I could speak for myself. I want you to be successful. Because we have players that are coming through Orange Lutheran and other local high schools that are going to be in the system eventually, or are already in the system, and so I think it's important to hear those things. Um, You know, my last question: um, What advice would you give to a young coach? um, You know, starting out. You kind of touched on it a little bit earlier about you know um, coaching younger groups and things like that, but
1: what other advice would you give? Never be sure. Never be sure that you're right. Always test yourself. Always believe in yourself. If you don't know, if you don't know, and ask, ask someone who you're thinking that he knows. Yeah. And uh, hard work. So you know. This is you. Me, uh, don't take me wrong. I, I'm talking. I will tell you something we have both of us. Uh, coaching job is a full-time job. Yeah, It's 24 hours, 7. Always something's come up. Doesn't matter if it's off-season or during the season or during the game or during the practice. So you must be ready for all those you know, uh, situations. And uh, for me, it's important to every while, let's say, six months, nine months, do the, this debrief. Yeah, analyze. Do be precise. Looking forward. Yeah, try to go ahead. You know, it's not. It's not wrong if you tr- start or you think that you're gonna try to do something and it shows it's wrong.
0: Yeah, no, you gotta try.
1: So you gotta try. So and most important thing is believe in yourself believe me say and from my experience it's very important probably from your uh, you need to live and find uh, the family who will support you. Yeah. So without family, with their sacrifice and with their support, you know, and I'm I think that I'm talking on behalf of every coaches, it doesn't matter which sport, you know, this is behind the scene. Definitely. So it's it's so very important to it's be hard to a, be a
0: coaches Spouse.
1: Yeah. So Spirit. it's very important to to, to to be on the same track and, yeah. and to, you know so it's so it's well coach,
0: I wanna first of all I want to say thank you because you are the top of our sport. You are what we're all looking towards. Um a lot of us have the goal of being on a national team staff or an assistant coach or a video guy or whatever it is. And for you to take the time to come over here to Orange Lutheran and sit down with me and and talk and answer questions, I think that's just invaluable. I think it's amazing. And I I think for all the coaches that are listening, I encourage you to go out to a practice. Um, You know, I'm sure that we could, I'll I'll post it on Twitter or something, a a practice time or a location, um, and people can come out and check it out and you know, obviously not get in the way, but you can sit and watch. Um, but I wish you a ton of success, and I want you to make me a promise.
1: Yeah.
0: I want you to promise to come back on the show in a couple months and talk about how things are going and talk about other things, and I'd love to have you back on here if I could.
1: No, I'm promising. No worries. So just give us time. I think that uh, approximately somewhere... Uh, because this this summer is a huge summer for us yeah, yeah. it's huge summer we're supposed to we are trying to qualify for Olympics yeah you know for especially for pan Panama, Panams games yeah so you know and uh, maybe somewhere you know in late September beginning October I'm more than yeah willing to come you know and share you know what we get through and how things going and uh, because right now you know uh, we are already in let's say 75 80 percent done with uh, with with the schedule for uh until um, first game in Tokyo yeah so so it's a uh, lot of work and uh, thanks for having me yeah I, I I think that you got more questions for me <laughs> I you know and maybe some another time or I got time you know so yeah. but maybe some you know but thanks for having me yeah. because you know it's a uh, Unfortunately, I don't have, honestly, I don't have so many opportunities. Yeah, I know. To, 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 to speak with. I it. think this is something so, that we need to do. You know, you know you this know. is so, really cool. I, I love so, this. I love so, this. So, so I think that uh, 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 this is my point of view. Yeah. So I'm not telling anyone that uh, I'm the smartest guy in the world. and uh, But f- I think that at least f- from my experience from abroad, coming here seeing what's going on ask the same question seven years ago and i'm asking the same seven after this mean that at least we should talk about it yeah well thank you again for
0: being here and we'll talk soon thank you okay thanks